Welcome to the Contracting Officer Podcast. It's not just for contracting officers. If you work anywhere in the government acquisition world, this podcast is for you. This episode is brought to you by Skyway Acquisition. To learn more, visit skywaymember.com. In today's episode, we answer the question, what is a proposal manager? Kevin discusses proposal management with Vicki Straharski, a former Army contracting officer who spent the last 20 plus years on the industry side writing proposals for both small and large businesses. Let's get started with what is a proposal manager? All right, so the requirements defined, the market research is done, the RFP is coming out or it may already be out, and, and now somebody actually has to write the proposal <laughs> to respond and win the work. And this is kind of a huge task, or at least it's a huge topic. And it's an entire industry is built on writing proposals, right? Yeah, the, Kevin, there are so many things to discuss. So we're going to start taking them one at a time, basically, over uh, the next couple of episodes. Yeah, you're right. This is such a huge topic. So let's start with why is a proposal manager needed? Like, Why do they exist, right? And then what do they do? What does a proposal manager do? And before we get into that, I want to say thanks. Thanks to Shane Healy. Shane Healy is a proposal manager, actually, and he's a podcast listener. And he did a podcast feedback session where he told me that proposal management was something he typed into iTunes, and that's how he found our podcast, which told me that there's a need for proposal topics, which started this whole journey that got Vicky being on here. So based on talking to folks like Shane, it really helps us understand what topics you want to hear. If you'd like to set up a podcast feedback session and help us get better, go to askskyway.com and schedule a time that works for you. Okay, back to our topic of what is a proposal manager? Okay, the book answer, which I think I got on Wikipedia or something, right? Proposal manager implements the proposal process, assigns tasks, ensures quality, and leads the team to complete the proposal. So that's the book answer. So what's your answer, Vicki? Yeah, I'm over here chuckling because that's a nice, clean answer. And the answer actually is a much uh, messier than that. We often say that proposal managers are the herders of cats. We um, make sure the whole proposal gets done by getting a group of people who have other priorities in their business world to come together and spend some time uh, writing a a very, very important document and uh, making sure that it all gets done by the proposal due date uh, so that it can be submitted. We set up the process. We define the process for Small businesses, there often isn't a defined process. For large corporations, of course, the process is already very defined, and so you're just setting up schedules to make sure that you get all of the process in order and that, you know, you hit your milestones. And we ensure that the document gets completed and out the door regardless. One way or the other, the document gets done. And uh, if you have six weeks, it'll get done in time for it to be submitted. If you have two weeks, it'll get done some, uh, you know, maybe not as well, but it will certainly, uh, a proposal manager's job is to make sure that it is uh, compliant, that you've, you've got all of the bits and pieces in there that you need to have just to be considered. So when you're, when you're hurting the cats, what is the one thing you wish all the cats knew about what the proposal manager does? I guess I'm not sure if it's, if I wish that they would know it, but I wish that they would be able to focus on getting the proposal done and giving it the amount of enthusiasm and attention that it needs 
and I realize there's a bunch of priorities usually pulling at most of the team members, you know, that they're not just dedicated to doing the proposal, where the proposal manager, I might have multiple proposals, but really and truly my my main focus is getting that proposal done. So I guess I would like for them to be able to be enthusiastic and to participate fully in doing the proposal. Yeah, I was thinking in, in terms, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about the spider web of connectivity that's required. There are a lot of pieces that have to be done in order. There are a lot of pieces that need to be done concurrently. That goes back to how the proposal manager is defining the process. There are things that are being done at the same time. There are things that are being done in an iterative, orderly process. Once those get out of whack, things start falling apart fast. It's almost like a house of cards that when you manage it properly, hey, it's cool, it's all stable. And, uh, and you and I have been through these where the customer is a little bit slow and, and it's just, it just, it creates drag that's the whole, the shape of the spider web starts getting all screwed up. So Yeah, yeah, it does. And uh, I'm not sure that, that everyone on the proposal team needs to know uh, the entire picture, uh, but it does help when you've got an experienced team of uh, proposal writers and evaluators and subcontract managers and all of the team members that you often have and that they understand what the big picture is and, and how the whole team needs to work together to get it done. Well, let's, let's back up for a second and put some, some time zones around this. In the context of the proposal being written, we have the market research zone is in the acquisition time zones and the RFP zone. That's where you're going to feel the bulk of, of the proposal project. In the market research zone, that's before the RFP comes out. Hopefully, the proposal manager is involved before then. And then the RFP zone is when the proposal is being written. So you know that's kind of when, that's when they're doing the heavy lifting. And then on the other side, in the execution time zones, and I learned this a lot from talking to you, Vicky, over the years, is during the performance zone, and particularly during the recompete zone of the contracts that we have, we should already be talking to the proposal manager. And the times that, that our customers have talked to us when they say, hey, this contract's coming up for recompete in a year, we're already talking about what's your management plan going to look like? What are your win themes going to be? What, how can we influence the RFP to make the government understand that this part needs to change, this part needs to stay the same, et cetera. All of those things are happening in a best case with the proposal manager. And that's not always the case. We had one where the company had already had the con- contract and was... Uh, knew that they were going to have to recompete for it, and uh, as anybody, any company who wins a federal contract is going to want to recompete for the next one, uh, and they come up like every five years. So, uh, well in advance, they started talking about and thinking about the, the recompete and what the changes were that were coming that they had heard of, as far as the contract and and the style of contract, the style of competition, and who their competitors might be. And we spent well over a year, actually, helping to shape the requirement uh, to answer questions when the government had them and just getting ready for the recompete, just like you would for a brand new one, only more so, because you you know what the what the effort really is. And helping to uh, make sure that the competition is still something that you can win again is paramount. All right, so why is this so important? Well, in a nutshell, proposals are the final step in a complex sale. I've, I've talked about that a lot on the podcast of there is a journey to get to the RFP zone and to the source selection zone. The last time that industry touches it is at this stage right now when we're writing the proposal. And 
all of most, I don't want to say all of them are complicated, but most of them are going to be somewhat complicated relative to the size of the company and the size of the opportunity. It's going to feel complicated. And most of them have a binary result. You know, you win or you lose. You're either in or you're out. It's all or nothing. You don't get to win half the contract most of the time. So the risk of doing them wrong is a big deal. So understanding how the proposal process works and what a proposal manager's role is in it is going to make people more successful right out of the gate. Every proposal has a manager one way or the other. You know, it defaults to somebody. And if you can have a person who who focuses on the process and can take some of that off of your business development person or your uh, subject matter experts, then the proposal manager can pull everything together and drive it forward and, uh, and can incorporate everybody's strengths into the whole process. Uh, I was brought in on one recently where the proposal manager was uh, their contracts manager, BD guy, subject matter expert. He, he performed training. He did a lot of different things. And he naturally assumed as the proposal manager, he was going to have to to, as he always did, was to have to, to do everything, you know, to do not only the writing, but to do the management of the schedule and to, you know, set up the proposal and, you know, make sure it all complied and, and all of that. And they brought me in and asked me to help. And I pointed out things that I could pull off of him. And he was so relieved and happy because he's like, oh, can you do that? And yes. Can I set up a proposal schedule? Yes, absolutely. The overall effort, of course, was still his but I can help with the process. And that's what a proposal manager does. And, and there's a key factor in there. Is a, is a person who's wearing multiple hats, what's the best hat for them to, to wear? And in that scenario, if it's a subject matter expert whose superpower is their understanding of the requirement and their understanding of how to solve the government's problem, if they're wasting their brain power on you know, compliance, well, not wasting, but using on compliance matrix and schedules and, and section templates and resume templates and all those, and then managing all of that and making sure that it all flows from a, just an overall readability perspective, that's not the best use of his superpower. I think the proposal manager was born out of the need to, you can't do everything. And, and if you do everything, you may do all of it poorly. <laughs> And I actually have another new client, which I've been brought in for exactly that purpose, to help an engineer who has been doing it all and putting together these proposals, but is also the subject matter expert and trying to coordinate everything and doing it poorly because they run out of time. There's no one really focusing on the milestones and and getting the document pulled together. And that's one of the reasons I've been brought in is to help pull that kind of, you know, schedule management off of her and allow her to be the engineer she is. Thank God, because I'm not an engineer. <laughs> so, so what's been your, you've, you've supported large businesses and small businesses. What's been your experience on how they handle it differently? A large business has the, the luxury of having usually on staff Uh, groups of people dedicated to specific elements of the proposal process. You might have, you have a a business development person or team actually, who has been focused on this effort for a year and knows who all the competitors are and knows who, what the win themes will be. And, you know, it's basically his or her baby. But then you also might have an editor who When you have a document within that company, it goes to that editor and that editor can sit there and do all of the happy to glads and the periods and the, 
reformatting and all of that stuff. And you have maybe a production team, a whole team of people who do nothing but produce the documents, that is print them or make the CDs or bind them or ship them or whatever. You have subject matter experts, you know, groups of them, not just a subject matter expert. And I find that with a large business, the proposal manager job is is very much the definition that you read, Kevin, to set up the schedule, make sure that, you know, everything hits the milestones and that the document gets out the door. The small business proposal manager, you actually get to do a lot of different things, including, for instance, uh, business development, helping the, uh, the small business to find out why they really should win and articulating it well, articulating the actual reasons why you are better than anybody else. Helping with all my small business clients, I help with writing, I help with editing, a uh, lot of hands-on work, as well as doing the, the schedule management and making sure that all those bits and pieces are moving forward, that nothing gets dropped. That's the difference between a large business and a small business. As always, it's the number of people that you have to, to lean on to get things done. Okay, so, so why does, should the government care about this? Well, well, the biggest thing to think about is the proposal manager translates the RFP. If the proposal manager can't understand the RFP or has questions they have to guess on or all the things that Paul and I talk about a lot, that's going to cause problems that are going to show up in the proposal. The proposal manager also drives the quality of the proposal that the government gets. So the proposal manager's ability to understand like section L and it says you have to do all these things and as section M is you're going to be evaluated on all these things. Their ability, their team really, but as a proposal manager, they're the one that's being charged with, does this make sense and is it compliant? The harder section L is to understand, the harder the proposal manager's job is because they're kind of an, they're kind of a counterpart. This may be a new concept to think about, but the program, sorry, the proposal manager is, is marshalling the proposal through the process, just like the CO or whoever's leading the acquisition program, usually it's the CO, is marshalling the RFP through the process. So these things are happening. The RFP is coming out and getting handed to the, the proposal manager. And the proposal manager is managing that process and handing it back to the government and say, here's our answer. There's an interrelation there that that's why the government should care about the proposal manager. You're a former contracting officer and you've been a proposal manager. So what's your take on, on that concept? Uh, yeah, it's, it's very much the same. You're, you're putting together a document that others will need to read and understand. And in the case of the proposal, evaluate in the RFP to understand and be able to respond to. If uh, instructions are unclear or there's conflicting information, then we have to ask questions because we need to make sure that what we're giving the government is exactly what the government has asked for. We're all in industry, and I didn't, I guess I should have realized this when I was a CO, in industry nowadays, especially. And I think probably even back when I was a CEO and had no clue about it on the other side is that uh, we're all pretty um, uh, not nervous, but very, very um, particular about do we really understand exactly what is being required here? And uh, especially with even to do with formatting. I mean, the formatting instructions have gotten to be quite, quite, quite specific as you can see in almost every RFP. In fact, when you get an RFP with no instructions on your formatting, you're kind of 
digging through and looking and everybody's saying, where's the formatting instructions? You know, you know, we were kind of skitzy about making sure that we understand exactly what you want in a proposal as far as organization, as far as formatting, as far as page counts and tabbing and indexing and the whole thing. It's uh, because uh, we've got, if we don't have our own direct stories, we've got one that we've heard of where a company gets thrown out because they didn't double space instead of single space and or they left out a form that should have been submitted during the proposal process. And so we're, we're looking at that section L and section M under literally under, I mean, we didn't get out of Microsoft, but I'm sitting there pouring over every single word in every single sentence in section L, along with three or four other people trying to make sure that we all understand it the exact same way. So a, PM, a proposal manager might say, okay, this is the way it is and stuff, but not in a closet. You know, you don't want to do it by yourself. You get a whole group of people. And then if anybody's still got a question, we ask a question of the government to get it clarified. So that's why you get questions on Section L and Section M so much these days. A lot of those come from the proposal manager making sure they're answering it correctly. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so now we're on the industry side. So why does industry care? They're playing to win. The proposal is, is how they win. While the proposal is not all they need to win, like you've, you've talked about this, is that you know, there's the shaping process, you're, you're helping to understand what, what does the customer need, you're targeting, all of those things are being done well, right? But without a proposal and a competitive RFP, you're just, <laughs> you're, you're not going to win. You've got to submit something, right? It's like a center fielder. You know, the pitcher doesn't need the center fielder to pitch, but they need the center fielder to win the game. You don't, you don't, the BD person doesn't need the, the proposal manager until they need them. <laughs> when the balls hit the center field, they better be there to catch it. <laughs> That's very true. But having a proposal manager helps the BD guy and, and everybody on the team to make sure that the document is a winning document. Getting the proposal manager involved earlier, in my experience, is better. It allows the proposal manager, first of all, to learn uh, from the BD guy. If you've got a business development guy who knows who the competition is and knows what your company's strengths are and, and why you should win and is really, really good at has been shaping the, uh, the opportunity, it allows the proposal manager to learn this so that during the proposal process, we can help to make sure that that comes through in the document itself and that the uh, win themes are articulated well and, uh, and, pre- and our strongest ways of demonstrating our capabilities is, is, uh, is shown in the document. A, a proposal manager can, can really make or break a document, a proposal before it's submitted. If you don't plan ahead and if you don't bring a proposal manager in to whoever is going to do that job, to do it early on in the process, you really reduce your probability of win on it. Uh, even if you've got a 60 or 70% chance of win or higher than that uh, on a proposal, that you, if you've planned right and done it properly and stuff, then if you bring somebody in at the 11th hour and 59 minutes and you've got everybody scrambling and you've got holes that you could drive a truck through and just don't have everything together and you've only got a few days left, uh, your probability of win is greatly reduced, you know, maybe down to like 10%, 15%. Basically, you'll get lucky. 
assume that somebody, nobody else out there did a good proposal and you did, you got one in and that was it. You got one in and you won. It can be done. It's not my suggestion that you do that. Uh, in fact, I would, I've actually recommended that companies not spend their money and walk away and pick another one because there's always another one. There's going to be another one out there and you can spend your money and your time and your effort on getting a good proposal out and increasing your probability of winning. And that's what it's all about. And that's, that's a really great place to wrap it up because the, the, the big takeaway is that it's okay. It's okay to walk away. Uh, I remember one you and I had a couple of years ago where they came in really late in the game and it was, it was out of their weight class. They really wanted to go after it. And we told them this is going to be a lot of heavy lifting, like a lot of heavy lifting. And we had like three weeks, I think until it was due. And about four days into those three weeks, you and I were like, you're not going to get there from here. You need to speed up your pace. And they said, you know what? You're right. Let's just, let's just walk away from it. It's, it if it's out of your weight class, it's okay. Because like you just said, Vicky, there's always another opportunity. That's the beauty of the government market. There's always another opportunity. And here's this, the, the frustrating part for the proposal manager is that decision to walk away, particularly in a large business, but in most businesses, is made or not before they get it. A lot of times they'll just get the opportunity to say, okay, go after it. And, and you've got two weeks and you're like, I can, I can, we can mail something in, but it's not going to be a good one, right? And that, that's not a decision the proposal manager gets to make. And so that talking to the, the BD people earlier helps to get ahead of those decisions. So we limit the number of people that are calling us saying, hey, I got a week left before this proposal is due. Can you fix it? <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we've got to say no. And the other key point is that the proposal manager it would help the contracting officer, the government side, to understand the proposal manager's role. Because like I talked about, the, the CO and this government team is marshalling that RFP through the process to spit it out to the world, show it, spit it out, silly, show it to the world. The proposal manager is then marshalling that proposal in response to the RFP back to the government. Understanding what your counterpart is going through after you give them the RFP, or likewise, after you give them the proposal back and we get into the source selection zone, with, that, that is a key takeaway. Yes, the proposal manager job really is a project management role, much like the CEOs, developing uh, and making sure that the project uh, starts and is accomplished in an orderly, organized manner and is completed on the milestones and is out the door at a specific time. In the proposal manager's case, the time is set by somebody else. So um, we, we have to live with uh, the, uh, the proposal due date. Uh, we might ask for a proposal extension, but we can't bet on it. And so we have to meet that particular date. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it, but you're right. On the government side, you can push that RFP out a week later. It happens, right? Whereas industry can't. <laughs> it's due when it's due. There's a whole far part about that. All right. We could talk about proposals for hours and, and we will over the next, you know, umpity ump number of uh, proposal podcasts. So thanks for your time, Vicki. I, I enjoyed chatting with you and I will see you on the next one. Thank you. Look forward to it. Okay. That's it for this episode. Join us in the Government Contracting Network on Facebook and let us know what you think. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.